everybody for logging on um if it is your first time on the call like i was just talking to coach yo and everybody else about we started this about three and a half months ago just coaches from all different walks of life talking about servant leadership um and talking about our faith and how all of that overlaps into on the sidelines and whether it's the hardwood or whether it's the football field or the baseball diamond whatever the case may be and so I'm so thankful today to have Coach Yo uh, from the University of Mississippi. Coach, I followed you for a very long time, um, even when you were, you know, back at Clemson. And I didn't even know your name yet. I just <laughs> kind of watched you move, just being honest. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that we talk about on here. You can know a name, but, you know, the biggest thing about you is just kind of watching how you move, watching what you do. Um, and especially now, I just want to personally say thank you for, you know, just – standing the gap like we talked about and pushing the envelope where it may not be easy. So I'm so excited just to have you on a day to just kind of get a take a servant leadership from you um, and just kind of hear about what you have going on. So thank you for being here. I'm going to go ahead and pass the torch to you. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, you know, when you reached out, I was, I, w- I was extremely humbled for the opportunity, especially because I've been watching you know, the different speakers and wanted to get on. And then the time change been jacking me up sometimes. And I remember I was able to sneak on one and, um, but, but, you know, I just think what you're doing is great. And so when you asked me to to get on, I I almost, you know, I'm always uh, careful when I get into spaces like this, just because, um, you know, my faith is something that I think people know I, I have it, but I don't talk about it as much as other things, you know, that are on social media and whatnot. But um, but if you follow me close enough, uh, you do know that, you know, I, I believe in, in, in God and just, you know, what he's done for me. And so pretty much that's been essentially the way I live my life that I don't, it's not something I'm ashamed of my faith. It's, it's not something that, um, I'm afraid to talk about. Um, those that do know me understand, uh, where, where I am as far as that's concerned, but I, but I am a, uh, I guess I tell my Bishop, I say, I'm a radical Christian. (laughs) So, uh, I, I do not fit in the norms. Uh, if y'all were looking for for a a you know some type of biblical uh, sermon from me, I, I do not know all the specific scriptures. And uh, on Monday to Saturday, I do curse. So uh, God is working on me. And uh, uh, but Sundays, I, I, I take Sundays off. Uh, but. Uh, I think more more so for me, I tell my, my assistant coach, she's on here, Coach Mint, it's more of a cultural thing, so, uh, but but no excuses, you know, so I, I, you know, I wanna, I wanna first, I guess, apologize to the ones, <laughs> if, if you're around me, you heard me, you may hear one or two things slip out once in a while, so, but anyway, um, you know, the, the, it, the Bible does say he, he comes for the unsaved. <laughs> so uh, pray for me if, if, if you can. But one thing that I, I, I love about uh, my walk and my faith, and I thought about what I wanted to share and I prayed about it. 
Um, one of the things I wanted to just touch on initially was just, just my love for uh, ministry through music. Um, that's something that's powerful to me. And I wanted to share one, just, just a couple, uh, just maybe a minute of, you know, the type of music I listen to, uh, obviously a bunch of different genres, but when it comes to gospel, uh, one that I've been like really locked into is the Sunday service choir. And so it's a group that Kanye West put together. Um, and they have an album. If you hadn't heard it, uh, it, it's a bop as my players would say, (laughs) um, is definitely one that you should check out. And I kind of wanted to just, um, just play a little bit of it if that's, that was okay. But I didn't know the rules of the group. You know what I'm saying? So rules are, there are no rules. All right. I, I didn't know if that was, you know, so (laughs) I was like, if, if, if we don't play music, then I'll scrap that and we can get on some other stuff. So this is, this is called, uh, uh, more than anything by the Sunday service choir. I'm just going to play just a little bit, bit of it, kind of set the tone. Then I kind of to want to just uh, pray. My prayer is I just talk to God. You know, I've had a relationship with him for a while. Really, I got my relationship with Christ when I really jumped in. I grew up as a Catholic and through the Catholic faith. I did communion, all that. My parents you know, still, I, I still do Father, Son, the Holy Spirit after I pray. There are parts of Catholicism that I still practice, um, that I still believe in. Um, but since then, I kind of, that's not how I got to, to being, I guess, born again. The way I was born again was I was in Borga, Texas, and I was in a place of my life where I just felt like... Um, as much good as I had going on, there was an emptiness. Uh, there was an unsettling peace to my life that I wasn't at peace and I wanted to get to peace. And so I met with this, this guy, I don't even remember his name. And this was back in, um, 2004 and, and I met with him and he opened the Bible and he shared a verse with me and he started praying And right then and there, I said, it's time for me to make this change. So I kind of like cold cut. I I cut off some friends I was moving with because not because they were bad people. It's just that they weren't moving the way I was moving and uh, really made the decision right there to give my life to Christ in in a way where I was able to own. Because when you're growing up through the Catholic faith, you kind of don't have a choice. You go through CCD, they tell you, this is what you're going to do. And that's it. But this was kind of like a decision I was able to make on my own. And ever since then, um, you know, I, I, I know that the reason why I'm where I'm at is because of God and what he has done for me. And but but I've been OK with having my relationship with him, you know, as I see fit. Now, I'm not one of those who try to still do stuff. I, I believe in the word. I believe in God's promise. I believe that the truth is in the Bible. These are things that I believe. I try to follow them. Uh, uh, but at the same time, I do believe in just right being right and wrong being wrong. And I, I think it's in the simplest form. That's how you can look at it. 
But anyway, back to um, what I was saying with the Sunday service choir more than anything. I'm just going to play just a little bit of it, and then we can get into prayer. And then I was just, what I wanted to do today is just share a story and uh, then just open it up. All right? So let me know if you can't hear it. song like I could just really get into a whole trance and get lost into the words because it's just it's just them talking about you know how much the, the words say I love you Jesus I worship and adore you just want to tell you Lord I love you more than anything you know and um, it's a lot of idols and things that we can worship and get caught up and don't realize we even worshiping it but it's just like a reminder every time I hear that song, it just takes me back into, you know, but I love you more than anything. And, and so I thought it was fitting because um, just with the times and everything we're going through right now, it's important to remember like whose you are, you know, and, and just really falling in love with Jesus. <laughs> so uh, just want to pray dear Heavenly Father, thank you for having us here today. Lord, um, I come to you as humble as I know, just because I don't even think I'm deserving of this platform to be able to come. But, but I know that, that I am called to do it because if not, I wouldn't be talking today. God, I ask that you just guide me and lead me that I, uh, give the message that you want to be given. Um, let it be your will, less of me, God, more of you. And I, and I want to pray for everybody in here. Um, whatever they're going through, wherever they are in life, Lord, I ask that you just be there for them and give them the inner peace that I sought for when I gave my life to you. In this I in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so what I want to do is just give a story today. Um, and some of you may have heard this story that I've given before because I've shared it on my social media. But I wanted to, to tell y'all about this day where um, I was getting ready to go recruiting. And um, the pilot called me before. So, okay, this money talk. So, like, I was getting ready to go on a private flight. <laughs> and so my pilot reached out to me, and, and, and he said, Coach, this, this is going to be a bumpy ride. I just want to give you a heads up. And uh, so I was like, okay, cool, you know no big deal. So I get on this plane, guys. I'm on my way to Atlanta. I get on this flight and we're riding and it's pretty smooth. Well, probably the Atlanta flight from a private is probably like an hour, 20 minutes tops. Well, 35 minutes in the flight, the plane just started dropping. Like, and I've been on a lot of flights, but this one in particular 
we got through the clouds and dropped. Boom. It was like a loud, like, bang. Uh, the pilot's closing. The back was dropping. I started holding on tight to the, uh, I'm strapped up. I said, Lord, I can't believe this the way I'm going to go out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm holding on tight. I'm looking around. It's just me on the plane. So be, I'll be on social media. So I start thinking like, what the hell did I just tweet? What is going to be my last tweet <laughs> that people saw? What's going to be my last post? So lately, like when I be posting, I'll be like, am I okay with this being the last thing that people remember me for? Um, so I'm, I'm thinking these things. I, I'm like, okay, I just paid up my, um, my insurance. So my family's good. You, I'm all these things going around. I'm strapped up. So anyway, it's dropping. I start, I closed my eyes and I just started, um, praying. Well, five minutes, it was like five minutes real time. Well, five minutes later, we break through the crowd, the cloud, and it's this beautiful view. And we started, we started, uh, like going down, you know what I mean? Getting ready to land. But it was like, we didn't even go through a storm. And so after I landed, I remember being, getting off the, looking at the pilot. And I was like, bro, like you said it was going to be a rough flight, but his name is Nick. I said, Nick, I ain't think like I wasn't expecting that, you know, is it going to be that way on the way back? And he said, coach, he said, it shouldn't be because we got through the, the worst of the storm and it's getting ready to pass and move. And so I wanted to relate that to my, to, to seasons and storms in your life, because sometimes you go through things and it's a storm and it's a lot of turbulence and, and you feel like you're not going to make it because as the plane was dropping, um, I started thinking about an escape room. I started thinking about where is my parachute? Like if we go down, can I hope if the, if the pilot passes out, can I, I started thinking about how I'm going to make it out of this. I started thinking about this plan and, but I wanted to bail before the plane crashed. And sometimes when you're going through a storm in your life, and this pandemic could very well be a storm, you want to bail. You want to give up. You want to quit. You want to get out. You don't want to go through the storm. But here was the, here's the thing. What I learned from that, 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 that trip, if I could have gone around the storm, if the pilot could have gone around the storm, he would have done it. But we had to go through those clouds to get to where we were trying to go. And so I relate that and I do this a lot. Everything that happens to me to, to life. Well, if we want to be able to get to where we want to go, then we have to be okay with going through what we have to go through. We can't go around it. We can't run away from it. We have to go through it because once you get through, 
that storm is going to be a beautiful scenery. All of us have been on a flight where we have been through a storm and then all of a sudden it's rainbows and all that coming out from the islands. A hurricane will come through and tear the whole island up and then it'll be like the most beautiful scene. Uh, sun and, and birds and all of this as if a, a, a Category 5 hadn't just been tearing through your whole island. It was the same thing as this flight. And I was like, wow, God, this is the same deal. And this season, as I was, I, this season was a tough season for us because I'm, I'm rebuilding. And so anytime you rebuild, there's some ugly parts to it. And so I, I use that, going through that as a storm and knowing that if I just hold on and if I have faith, and if I continue on that path, the sun is going to shine at some point. And so I don't know who that's for today, but I do know that if you are going through a storm or if you've been through a storm or when you are getting ready to go through that storm, don't bail out. Because when you get through those clouds, y'all, it's going to be, it's going to be sunshine. It's going to be, it's going to be rainbows you're going to get through it and you cannot run from it and you cannot go around it. You have to go through it. And so while going through it, I just continue to stay prayed up. Um, at my storm, I continue to have the faith. Um, I could, I put people around me that I felt could support me through that storm. All right. I did not, invite a lot of people in my personal space. Um, a lot of you that follow me on social media, you, you, you feel like, um, oh man, she's always out there and yes, but, but I'm very private. Like with my personal and my private space there, I can count on one hand how many people I let in, you know, maybe two. Cause my coaches, I let my coaches, get, I, I let my coaches in. But I'm not, I let people see what I want them to see. But there's a lot about me that people don't know. And, and so I did not allow, there were a lot of people that tried to come and help me through that storm. But I allowed it to be spirit-led. And if I didn't feel like the spirit wanted me to let you in, I didn't let you in. And it wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. It was just that I feel, felt like I needed a group around me that could support me and get me to where I needed to go until I got through the storm. You get what I'm saying? And so I just think as Christians, we all going to go through storms in life. You know, um, I'd be lying if right now this that's going on, the uncertainty of it all does not provide uneasiness, you know, um, on how everything's going to go about what's going to be our new norm. You know, am I going to get COVID? You know, I don't want to give it to my family. What's, what's real? What's fake? I, I just don't know. And so, but I know that our God is, is, is all powerful and all knowing. And, and I know that he won't put on us more than we can bear. You know, uh, even sometimes when we think we can't. And so I wanted to share that story because that's just pretty much about, you know, my beliefs, 
when it comes through adversity, I thought it was fitting right now just because of the times that we're in. Um, my faith uh, lets me, is, is, it keeps me grounded. You know, I am, I am an extremely confident person, but there is humility about me because I know that I wouldn't accomplish anything I've accomplished without God. You know, there, there's, and there's a humility about me that knows that he can take it away at any point. There's a humility about me that knows that if I don't use my platform to tell people about him and to let them know what he's done for me in my life, uh, that I may not have that opportunity anymore. And so frequently I, I wake up and I say, I, I may not have a specific prayer, but I, I will say less of me, God, more of you, you know, less of me, more of you, you know, uh, use me as an instrument uh, to, to get the message out that you want. And for me, um, I think one of those things happened when he, when I put my staff together and I was able to hire a person of faith, uh, which is uh, Coach Arminti Price Harrington. This is someone that her faith is so strong. I admire her, very extremely humble, but very much accomplished, but just driven by her faith. And what I love about and what I've learned from her is you don't have to scream your faith. You have to walk your faith. You have to live your faith. You know, um, I, I often put, let the life you live tweet for you. You know, so my goal is when people see me, I want them to say, yeah, you know what? They, they've been saying this about Coach Yo, and, but there's something else about her. There's some type of mystique. That mystique is God. That mystique is his anointings. You know, one of my uh, friends, he's a chaplain for North Carolina football. He said, there were times I would go after jobs and I didn't feel like I could get them, y'all, because there were people that so much more um, decorated and accomplished than me. Even to this day, there were so many more people that were more qualified for me to get this job on paper. But he said that the, the one with experience is at the mercy with the one that is anointed. You know, the one with experience is at the mercy of the one with the anointed. If you are anointed to do God's work, then it don't matter who's more experienced, who's more decorated, who people recommend, because there were people that wanted this job and turned this job down, but God had this for me. And when I thought about why I got here, I really thought it was to win a national championship, which it's just something that I want to do, but that's something personally I want to do. But that's not why God had me here. God had me here to be on the front lines of race relations and help take a flag down uh, that, that had the Confederate symbol in it. He had me here to do that. He had me here to help change the course of some young people's lives he, he brought me here to create opportunities uh, for others that may not have had the opportunity before. 
to reach down and lift them up. If you see how I built my staff, these are people that all just needed a shot. Um, and so I don't take that lightly, you know, but there are parts of my life that I want. I want people to see God shining through me. And so that's a daily battle. That's a, that's a daily walk. You know, um, I think that people that are, they're, they're faith driven and faith led, you know, they're, they're the enemy to the enemy. So he is in constant way of trying to, to stop you. You're always in a spiritual warfare warfare. So it's important to surround yourself with people that walk that walk and have that faith and that can steer you and speak truth in your life when you do get off path. I think that's why this group and having you all here is extremely powerful uh, just to surround yourself with people of faith. And, and the Bible says you only have to have a faith of a mustard seed, right? So one thing that, um, that I function on is that. You know, and, and I've learned through my faith that the power of the tongue is, is very important. What you speak, you have to speak life into things. You, you, when you feel the urge to be let down or when you feel the urge to be, to feel discouraged, you have to rebuke it. There are many times just, I could be in my house and a certain thought will come up and I'll just rebuke. I'll say, mm, I just, I rebuke that. I rebuke that thought. I rebuke that feeling uh, because it's easy for us to quit. It's easy for us to count ourselves out. Um, it's easy for us to speak negativity, negatively uh, to our situation because we may currently be in a storm and we can't see our way out through that cloud. Right. And so we have to speak against that and we have to have people that will speak that word on us. You know, Jessica Kern reached out to me um, two days ago and I was and she was just speaking life into me. And I just think that that's important to have people around you to to use their voice and the power of the tongue, you know, and to to speak positivity over over you. And that's important. And so. You know, I, I think from growing up, and, uh, and I'm thankful for my Catholic upbringing, uh, because one thing that it does teach you is to develop that routine. You know, Catholics is very routine-based, very, hey, this is how we're going to do, we're going to kneel, we're going to stand, we're going to, you know, um, <laughs> um, and, and, and I, that part, that discipline, uh, I thought was essential for me in my growth. Uh, but but I learned from a young age that that there was a plan. God had a plan for me. But but I've also learned that God has a plan for each and every one of us. And and we have to we have to be aggressive in seeking what that plan is. We have to ask. You know, I stopped I stopped the whole rhetoric. I, I started asking God specific questions. <laughs> God, what you trying to do here? What you trying to do with this? Hey, God, listen, I'm about to quit. So if you don't help me right now, <laughs> if you don't help me right now, I'm on the out and out. I ain't going to make it because I ain't powerful like you, God. That's how my press, like, I be having real talks with this guy. <laughs> you know? Um, 
because I, I, I think he appreciates that authentic side and wants me to come as I am. Hey, God, I'm struggling today. You know, can you help me? Can you put, I'm not strong enough to hear your word. Can you have someone come and speak it? Can you speak through them? I just think that that's important that we are very direct with what we want from him and very specific um, because, because I've seen him work in different ways. You know, uh, when dealing with my team, you know, I am very careful on how I express my faith through them because I don't ever want them to feel like it's something that I want them to do. I want them to be intrigued and want to do it for themselves. So it's just like team building. I don't think you should force team camaraderie. I think that you should create spaces for it to happen. So we pray before every meal. We pray before every game, you know, um, I do talk to them about Christ and what he has done for me in my life. I try to walk a certain way so that they're intrigued. And when they say they're intrigued, I'm able to, to say, you know, well, here's, here's how it happened. I try to create spaces for them. Um, I try not to judge because I don't think God judges. You know, I try not to be as, unforgiving and hold grudges because I know that if God held a grudge against me, I would be done for. I try to do what he would do. And that's how I try to lead. That's how I try to coach. You know, I try to see people through love. You know, I get on social media and I love social media. It's such a great tool, but there, there, there's so much negativity on there. It's so much people trying to force opinions you know, people quick to argue about every little thing. And I'm just like, why we can't just see and love people? You know, I was raised in a culture that um, did not, was totally against homosexuality. Like, like it was to them in the Bahamas, it's like a plague, you know, and I, I grew up, I was born and raised in that, you know, and I remember when I first came to the United States and, and, and I realized that there were people that were gay. I was like in shock, <laughs> you know, um, it was a culture shock for me, but through Christ and his forgiveness and, and learning, I, I, I realized that I'm to love all people and that everyone will have to go and seek and deal with their judgment on their own. We don't get to go in groups. We don't get to have opinions. You know, we, we are charged to live our life through what we believe. And even though my belief may be one where I do believe that, that the natural thing is a man and a woman, I do not hate or try to force my beliefs on my players or anyone that is around me because I see God in everybody. I see God in every race. I see God in every walk, you know, and that's what makes him powerful, you know, because you can see God through all walks of life. And so that's how I run my program. You know, I really don't let 
my players, I really don't allow anybody even on my staff to form judgments on my players. You know, we, we run a program that's judgment free, that's inviting, that's going to allow you to be who you are with the goal of you striving to be the best person, the best version of yourself that you can be, you know? Um, and when I see them going left and right and maybe not on the path that they need to be on, I, I spend a lot of time just getting them to think about why. Why are you doing this? What type of legacy do you want to leave? Who do you ultimately want to become? Are you taking the steps to becoming who that is you want to become? Then I use those opportunities when I'm around them to ask them, do you believe in God? You know, only when the time permits. I'm like, do you believe in God? Well, and then another way that I that I introduce God to the ones that I feel needed through books, the purpose driven life. If you have not read that book, you are doing yourself a disservice. The purpose driven life. Get that book or that audio. It will change your life. Just figuring out purpose. And I've shared it. When I, when I feel like a player that has no purpose, they don't know, why am I on this earth? I go ahead and share it with them. You know, we had a manager on our team. He's now a, uh, uh, he's a deacon. He would do Bible studies uh, for whoever wanted to be around. Just like how we provide spaces for everything that is of importance to us, I think we should provide a space for faith for those that want to be led by it. You know what I mean? Regardless, without being it being something that is forced upon someone. You know, just providing that space. So that's what I try to do. Just like I think you should provide a space for diversity and inclusion. You should provide a space for basketball. You should provide a space for mental health. You should provide a, a, a space for uh, faith and, and be unashamed about it, you know, and allow people to know that um, you're not going to put your definition of my walk on me, you know, and being authentic in whatever way that you see. And then I just think we're all called to serve. If you're in coaching, you're, you are called to be a servant. You are called to serve. And I think my, I know in my younger years, I didn't understand that. You know, I didn't understand that my job was to serve the, the players. You know, I always thought it was, I had my own vision. But as I've gotten older and as I've had two children, I serve them every day. <laughs> so I understand what it's like to serve. And, and, and I want to be that because service is love. And if you're gonna and if you're gonna provide a service for someone, that means that you love them. And I think that and 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 true leaders serve. You know, true leaders want their whole purpose is to make the people around them to empower them. You know, and I and I don't take that lightly in the position I am. I do not believe that coaching is my job. 
I believe that coaching is my ministry because there was a time where uh, I wasn't able to go to church because of games and whatnot. And I remember telling my bishop, um, I said, Bishop Vaughn McLaughlin in, in Potter's House in Jacksonville. And I said, Bishop, I ain't, you know, I want to join these groups, but I don't got time to join these groups, Bishop. And he said, yo, what you talking about? This is your war. This is your ministry. Coaching is your ministry. You know, and I failed at it sometimes, y'all, because my goal is to impact my young ladies that they have a positive experience so that they will want to go and give a positive experience to someone else and someone else and someone else. And, and I failed and I fall short sometimes in that. But that is something that I am focused on, letting this be my ministry, you know, bringing, bringing Christ by the way I live and by the way I walk and by the way I move. People think, people think humility means, you know, not looking nice and not being confident. That's not humility. Humility is knowing whose you are. Humility is knowing who has the power. You know, and the fact that humility is knowing that it can be taken away. You know, Christians need to have swag. Christians need to, to represent. You know, Christians need to have a certain bop to them, a certain, a certain bounce. You know, don't nobody want to follow someone that, that looking all like just unfollowable. <laughs> I just made that word up. You know what I mean? Uh, we need to make we need to make loving God and serving God that we need to make that cool again. We need to make that cool again, and um, and so that's what I got. That's what I got. I wanted to share that story, and uh, just wanted to put some stuff in the air, and yes, just open it up for questions or whatever. I don't know, Chelsea. You let me know how to go about this, but I really appreciate it having you all in here and as soon as I got in the group y'all it was a I felt a spirit you know I felt a spirit of of like just God just in the room and in the presence you know and so I appreciate that I appreciate for you appreciate you all giving me that that energy I appreciate that Coach, we appreciate you, and, you know, it, I love that you said that, and that's what I put down there, you know. You're right, Christians have to have swag, and it was a shirt I had a long time ago. I don't know where that shirt went, and it says, swag, saved with amazing grace. Mm. So you're right, because at the end of the day, if we're taking pride, my mom used to say, and she always says, presentation is everything, you know, and how can someone who doesn't understand the walk of God and the walk of Christ follow something that doesn't look like it's needing to be followed? So you're absolutely right about that. You said so many amazing things. And, you know, I'm glad you got that feeling because it is exactly the feeling I get every time. When about 1243 rolls around and I open up Zoom to start the meeting, I get the same feeling. And, and you said at best, you have to surround yourself with people who are pouring into you. You have to surround yourself with people that when you're going through the storms of life, you know, the biggest things, I just remember my granddaddy singing it all the time, when the storms of life are raging, stand by me. And that hymn talks about Christ, but that's the same thing when people are around you. Right. You 
do that. You know, you're helping people. I put it in the chat. You're helping people ride through storms. They're going through things. And then you're walking through the storm by yourself. Yeah. So I thank you so much for saying that. And there's so many nuggets that I have, but I'm a, I'm a hold <laughs> off. But the biggest thing you said, it made me think of the song, Order My Steps. And that's what Curran said while you were speaking about, about her. And, and that part mm-hmm. of the song where it says, I want to walk worthy. Mm-hmm. My calling to fulfill. Please order my steps, Lord, and I will do your blessed will. This world, and we're in it right now, is ever-changing, yet you are still the same. And if you order my steps, I will praise your name. And that is what you did today. So I'm a whole, wow. you know, I'm going to open it up for any Ooh. comments, but I'm going to hold off for the rest of my life. <laughs> yo, yo, do you see how, like, when Chelsea just talks, it just goes. Uh, right? It just, listen, yeah, but I um, you know, I don't. Is Willie on here, Chelsea? I don't know if I I saw, I saw that. I was I was driving. Nah, but... he he wasn't gonna be on this uh, today. He had some with fam. Okay, I got you. But yo, you know, I, I I think the absolute world of you. I'm so grateful that you were able to come into this space. Um, like Chelsea said, this is something we started. You know, guys, it's been over three months, and it just when you want to be a part of something, and I think we've compared it often to coaching. People always want to be a part of something that's that's winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to be a part of something special. But the reality of that is all of us are imperfectly perfect in our own way. And everybody on this call has either had a breakdown, a breakthrough, a job shift, a job change. We've prayed over families. Um, it, it, we've been hit by COVID. Our faith has been tested. But this is what this safe place is. And I think and I think she brought up such an amazing point, everyone. Like when you see her on social media, please understand and know to whom much is given. Understand and know that. That is a part of the ministry. That is a part of the walk. That is why bishops can't take days off. That is why if you call your pastor, she or he is always going to pick up the phone. But just understand and know that there is a safe place. There is a covenant. There is a covering. And that is the level of respect that I just have so much for her. Even when I was going through my trials, when I've gone through my many professional shifts, it was literally a text away. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I just wanted to really, really hit on was life in the balance. Understand that when you are just a true servant leader, it is sun up to sundown of some form of pull and pressure that you're never going to be able to tackle every day. Mm-hmm. When we pray for our leaders, we pray for the leaders of our teams, our country. Mm -hmm. Guys, sometimes just understand, live with them in the spirit and in the moment. If I truly need this woman, I'm going to call because at that moment, I truly, truly need it. Mm -hmm. But a text, a prayer, a call, a covering can go so far Mm -hmm. in this ministry of of following Christ. So, yo, I appreciate you. You know that I'm always praying for you and your staff and your family. Um, and I, I just can't wait to see where things will go because your steps are ordered and they're organically you. And I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I guess I'll speak. Coach Yo. Hey. Coach Minister Yo. Amazing job today. Amazing, amazing, amazing job today. When I I'm first heard you talk, I said, don't you. I said, I know she's from the Bahamas. Is she with Bishop Bill Ellis? Because I, I hear it all in her voice. As I'm going to call Bishop said, you got to preach it when she retires from basketball. <laughs> but uh, you, like Chelsea said, you said a lot today. And I, I, I just, I, just lo- I love this because um, you're being transparent about yourself. We all get a chance to do it. But 
Um, I, I follow you on um, social media. I, I follow your career as well. Um, I love basketball, period. Uh, but one thing that you talked about, um, um, when the hand of God is on your life, when, when you're called, when you're anointed, I think about David. Um, I think you find it in First Samuel 17 when um, um, Samuel came to David's father, hey, which one of y'all going to be next king? So he brought all his three brothers mm-hmm. um, out there. He said, no, that's not it. That's not it. That, uh, that, that's not it. But the young man was out in the field just minding his own business and doing what he was supposed to do. He was taking care of the sheep. So when David first came, he looked at him and was like, that's the one I want. Yeah. Um, just as humble as David was, I hear the humility in your voice. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say, the hand of God is on your life. You still have not seen nothing what God is going to do for you. Just remain humble. You keep pushing. You keep saying that word. Um, and back when you started off with the music, the music is amazing. I love what Kanye West did, what did with that ministry. I know he got a lot of backlash, but guess what? He's winning souls. You, you have no idea how you're going to reach these people. You have no idea. Some people love music. You say, I, I listen to music. I love music. If it takes a song to save somebody's life, if it takes that box, if it takes a dance or something, my goodness, play it. I'm going to listen to it all the time. I'm going to go download it. I appreciate you. I don't know you. I love you. I love your spirit. And uh, next year is going to be a whole up. It's going to get better and better. You stay encouraged, stay positive. The best is yet to come. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. For sure. For sure. We got to keep each other prayed up. You know, we got to, we got to, we got to pray for each other. You know, we, we really do. And sometimes it's the unheard prayers that are just, they're, they're just as powerful. You know, um, a lot of times I see stuff happen because I'm paying attention on social media and whatnot. And I'll see something happen. Uh Oh, hold on. Sorry. I forgot to turn my official light on. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I'll I'll uh I'll see something happen and and um I'll uh lights out. <laughs> I'll see something happen, I'll just have a do a little prayer right then and there for that person. Um and and I just think uh that that's important to do it. And sometimes I don't even say tell people I'm praying for them because I know a lot of people pray for me and I and I don't know. And I just thank God for it, you know. But I just think uh, we all got to just really push for that inner peace, guys. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta push for that inner peace. We gotta push. We gotta fight for that balance. And we and we want to be filled up. And like I said, when I was living, I just felt empty. And and there was a lot of good that was going on, but there was an emptiness. And and there's no. Nobody that can fill you up like just Christ, just God. You know what I mean? Like he fills you up and fills in spots that may feel empty. And so I know that once I got him, that has gotten me through it. And so you see a lot of people, you don't know what they've been through. You know, you could be, there could be people in the group going through things right now. Um, so, so we have to try to just walk that life. We tweet, walk that life. We put, you know, be there for each other, try to lift each other up because even if you're in the storm, I'm here to tell you today, you're going to get through those clouds and it's going to be a beautiful scenery at the other end, you know, and we all need to brace for it, (laughs) you know, and then when it happens, when it happens, we need to just hold on you know, and, and not try to bail because you can't go around it. 
got to go through it. <laughs> You're so right about that, Coach, and, and I love the analogy that you made because, you know, it's like we were kind of saying yesterday, and, you know, Coach Knotts, who was just commenting to you, he spoke yesterday, and as you can tell, you can only imagine if he said it to you in five minutes, with two minutes, what do yeah. you Yeah. Um, but exactly, that's just it, and I, and I feel that's the hardest thing as us as leaders and coaches, you know, from different walks and different sports, we go through things and because we're the leader, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but there's a, you know, song, I, I'm a huge person. When you said, can I play a song? I'm like, yes, that yes. is my alley. And it was a song, it's a long time ago. And it says, somebody somewhere was praying for me. Mm. Oh, my eyes uh, were open. I could not see that all that I needed, I could find on my knees. Somebody somewhere was praying for me. And I think that's big. I think that's the hugest part. You know, sometimes people think that it's minor. You yeah. Know, what can I do for you? What do I need? Just pray for me. And, and, and to say just pray for me makes it sound like it's small. That's the biggest thing you can do. That's so true. Who you're praying to is equipped with everything that I need yeah. to, to make it through this storm that I'm going through. And, you know, the other thing that you said that, you know, Coach Knotts also hit on, which was really huge. Um, you spoke about your friend um, that's at Chapel Hill, and, and it was absolutely massive what you said, because it's the truth. I've run it a long time ago. Sometimes I've gotten jobs or people have asked me to do things, and I'm like, why me? Yes. You know, but then I learned that, you know, I put it in a chat box. It, it says God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. There you go. And the, the real reason why is because he can understand that, you know, why do I want to take somebody that's filled all the way to the brim with them? I want to take an empty vessel that I can pour my oil into and they can reach people, that authenticity, that humility. And so I thank you so much just for one, speaking on that, but two, living that, you know, not only in the basketball realm is that a ministry, but what you're doing right now in the midst of this social injustice in, in Mississippi, you know, in all places is great, but in Mississippi, you know. I mean, come on now. And so at the end of the day, I just, you know, as a woman, as a coach, as a mother, as a wife, I just appreciate you hitting on all cylinders and not boxing in. I said something this morning about Maya Moore, what she's doing. I said the reason why they tell us to shut up and dribble or you can insert whatever sport you play is because they're afraid of what happens when we speak. And I'm just so glad about this platform and you know, coaches like yourself who come on and just humble yourself to speak. You came on to me and you said, you know, I don't know God, why they chose me, but hey, I'm here. And mm -hmm. and I think, no, I know that's all God requires. You to be a right. participant, mm -hmm. allow him to move you, regardless if it's a bumpy ride, like your pilot Nick took you through, or regardless of whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. I'm asking you to be a willing participant to this thing that I'm controlling. And if yeah. you follow me, Mm -hmm. I promise you and my will will be done. So Coach Yo, thank yeah, you. Yeah, hey, that's 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 <laughs> a word right there. And you know what? Here's the thing. I think on my daily walk, I, I know for a fact, I remind myself that there are so many other people that could have had this opportunity that were more qualified than I was. You know what I'm saying? Every day. And I don't I don't let that beat me down. I'm not sad about it. It just keeps me balanced. It keeps me balanced. Um because because a lot of people do reach out. A lot of people do say, "Oh man, coach, you inspire me and whatnot." And I remember I had an assistant say, "How do you don't let this get to your head?" 
I said, because it's really not their opinion that I'm trying to win over. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's nice and everyone needs something nice to be said to them, but that's not the opinion I'm trying to, there's someone bigger, you know? And, 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 and I think that God knows that as he continues to elevate me, I'm going to continue to talk about him and what he has done for my life. And I think if we all can do that, you know, we can, we can give our peace to this world on it becoming a better place. So, you know, just, man, I, I'm going to be praying for all of y'all for real, like on the call, um, you know, prayer changes things, you know, um, you know, so Angela, I'm, uh, Angelica, I'm always like constantly thinking about you and lifting you up in prayer. And I know I hadn't reached out yet, but I want you to know, like, you've been constantly on my mind, you know, just wanting uh, uh, you to be in a space that will allow you to grow. And so, you know, if there's anything I can do for you all, please let me know. Just reach out. Um, and, and again, Chels, thank you so much. I was telling her before y'all got on the call, I was nervous because folk be trying to report me for every little thing. If I, if I like somebody thing, I get reported. I swear I get reported two, three times a week. Like it's, it's starting to get a little annoying, but, but they can't stop this, you know? So we go, we're going to keep lifting them up and, and doing what we do. So God bless y'all. And you know, y'all have a great day and I appreciate y'all giving me the time. Of course, we appreciate you. I'm going to say this final thing. Um, one, happy birthday, Angelica. All right, Miss Red. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, you know, we love you. And two, like I told you, coaches, you know, one thing I learned is when people coming at you left and right, you're doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> for Much sure. Like you said, you know, with, you know, I tell people all the time, we can build our resumes all we want to. But you better build your resume of life because what you're searching for and the ultimate is to hear servant, well done. There we go. So we go. if you don't mind, can you give us a quick prayer before we log off today? Absolutely. I appreciate Ooh. that. Lord, thank you. You you always over deliver. You know, um, I came in just with the thought to be able to share some of my story, but left feeling fit, uh, filled um, just with with inspiration and and just with the Holy Spirit, Lord, as we continue to, to walk out, I just, I just ask that you bless everybody in the room. I pray that you help them to, to focus on their purpose and to dive full blast, full into their ministry, Lord. Uh, you have a plan for us all, you know, and, and, and your plan is, for, is not for us to fail. Your plan is for all of us to be successful all of us to be great jeremiah 29 and 11 and so god i just i just i just ask you to to cover this group guide them lift them uh give them the energy when they need it uh give them the courage to go through strong storms when they need it and give them the the you know give them the wisdom to know when to help each other when needed Lord, I thank you. I want to give you all the praise and glory. And we're going to continue to lift your name as we know how. Amen. Amen. All thank right. you, Coach. Thank this is the time where I normally be like, oh, my God, long weekend. But for those that are on a call now or listening far and wide, we do have a special edition call. 
with Miss Kathy Poindexter tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern um, to fit her schedule. And she wanted to jump on. We're going to do that. So oh, wow. much, Coach Yo. I thank everybody that's listening. We're here for you. Anything we can do for you, the same thing applies. So thank, thank you. you so much. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Appreciate y'all. Okay. Yes, Coach. <laughs>